Uh, hi, everyone, and welcome. Uh, I... <laughs> We're going to make this as awkward as possible. Um, (laughs) I am April Lynn Cowett. I'm the chief resource nerd here at Love Thy Nerd. So I help to brainstorm and collaborate on making all sorts of helpful resource packages and articles and whatnot for y'all. And I'm joined by Matt Warmbier and Aaron Warmbier. And I'm the chief outreach nerd and I do the outreach stuff and stream and the arcade and all the stuff. All this stuff. I do all the other stuff. All the other stuff that April <laughs> Yeah, whatever do. she didn't mention, I do the rest of it. Right. So you're welcome. <laughs> Not really. And I'm Aaron. I'm his wife. And I co-host Co-Optional. And that's, that's one I'm the support too. team behind. Cheerleader. The yeah, cheerleader. Yeah. You're scene. a mascot, basically. One I of them. basically a mascot. Congratulations. <laughs> okay, so... Moving on. Um, So we want to give you some practical steps, some real concrete ways that you can take all the knowledge that you've gained over the last few days um, and take it home to your contacts, wherever you're at. Uh, So to start with, you know, the three of us have had a chance to listen to the panels and uh, we just would like to talk about what are some of the takeaways that really hit home for us. So I'm going to start... I really loved listening to all the panelists in the Saturday afternoon talk about why they think their particular area of nerd culture is worth celebrating because seeing all their different perspectives together while they were similar, also each of them had very unique reasons that each thing that they're involved with was beautiful, worth celebrating, worth um, exploring in this context yeah. Um, where they each have different pain points. Um, you know, where are people suffering and hurting and where can we reach them? Mm-hmm. Um, that was really like inspiring to me. It kind of, kind of choked me up a little bit. Yeah. Um, and something that Mike Perna said uh, that stuck out to me was this idea that we don't need to bring God to our spaces. He's already here. He's already in all these area of nerd cultures. We get to, be there with him and see what he's already doing and partner with him on that. Um, And I think that's a really important thing for us to remember that we don't try to drag him into these spaces. Like he doesn't exist there already. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that you, you had pointed to this too, uh, Matt, this other quote that Mike said that if God is truly sovereign in everything, then he's found everywhere. And that includes kind of the darker places that, Um, as Christians, sometimes we can be afraid to go into because we've got to be the light and we don't want to get too close to that, that, the dark stuff. Um, you know, he, and he reminded us of the quote from the Chronicles of Narnia that, that they say about Aslan that, well, you know, of course he's good, but he's, he's not safe. Mm -hmm. Or I guess the other way around that, of course he's not safe. He's good, but he's not safe. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So sometimes yeah. we have to be willing to be a little bit un, unsafe and go to places that are scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that was good. I agree. So what about you guys? Um, well, I thought that quote by Mike also really stood out to me when he was talking about like, we don't take God into these places that, that where we go, God is already there and he's mm-hmm. already at work. So we're just joining what he does. Um, yeah. When I heard him say that, I was like, yep, that, yes. Yeah. Um, and 
Also, I really loved when I watched Cecilia from Jesus Otaku and she was talking about what they do. Um, and one of their principles is gratuitous friendship. And I thought <laughs> that is such a great term. I Man, love it. So that I'm, is such a Jesus yeah. Otaku thing that, that cracks me yes. up. I, I didn't get a chance to, to see that. And yeah, yeah, that sums up a lot of what they do very well. Yeah. You'll have to check that out after this. Yeah. It, she, oh, that was good. Um, so I'm, I'm filing that away um, for future use and just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, and I, I think just in general, um, not specific quotes or anything, but just the idea that like seeing all of these speakers come in and talking about how like their passions, um, they have these passions, they have these things that they love and they care about. And I think sometimes in our culture, we're kind of told like, well, you should outgrow these things, mm -hmm. right? Like games or yeah. playing dress up or whatever that people, people want to call it. Um, you should outgrow these things, but instead of outgrowing passions or hiding their passions, they saw those passions as tools, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and so in different ways, like you were saying, in different ways, in different contexts with different nerdy passions, all of these people found a way to use those things to connect with people, yep. to serve people and to love people. And that, yep. I just thought that was. Yeah. yeah. And that's a lot right. of what Hector said as well in, in their discussion he and Chris uh, just being able to how you share your passion is an invitation for others to 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 join in he says he went to a convention and he wore a Doctor Who hat and he's like this is kind of my nerd beacon uh, for <laughs> someone to find me uh, so just being able to just share your passion with people it's huge and it's so easy to to hide it because like I like this thing but I'm supposed to not like it because I'm I'm grown up now right yeah um, so yeah. Yeah, and the, and how like <clears throat> that like when you see somebody like his beacon when you see somebody that is like wearing your fandom your nerddom mm. out loud yep. it's automatically like <clears throat> you could be my best friend like yep. it's an automatic in it's an automatic way to draw people yeah. to you. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So that's a good um kind of on ramp to talk about the next question that we wanted to address, which was just how do we do that? How do we draw close to people, share our passions um, using the tools that we've learned? Yeah. I, I think the biggest thing is just don't make it so hard. Like, do you like Superman? Wear your Superman shirt. Uh, <laughs> do you like Doctor Who? Wear your Doctor Who hat. Uh, many, many moons ago, uh, Chris Gowaltney and I would play a game called Hero Clicks, and that's not a game that a lot of people play. That is a deep nerd game, uh, and we would go to the comic shops where the, these people would play, and we would just be present, like being present and sharing your passion and being able to speak into this nerddom, like whether it's little miniature superheroes, you're, you're battling with dice and string and like ridiculousness. Like it's honestly, it's fun, but it's ridiculous. Like just being able to be passionate about these things goes a long way because it opens doors to, um, to trust, to uh, acceptance, to questions that can come up. Uh, Hero clicks, honestly, like that's kind of where Chris and I like started dreaming about what we're doing now like it, it wasn't anything like we have to now you have this. better hero clicks 
No, all of my hero kicks are sitting in the closet over there. <laughs> I, I won't let Aaron throw them away. I don't play it anymore, but it's still there. Like this, that's where our passion started. Like we like, how can we use hero clicks and comics and video games just to love people? I don't need a massive plan, but like, but I can be passionate about it and I can go to where the people are. Yeah, but not in a wor- no, weird way. Like no, not no. using it as a way to lure people right. into I'm, trusting like, you. I'm going to enjoy my thing and I'm going to try to win the games and I'm going to like, you know, be knowledgeable about the stuff, but I'm not going to be weird about it. Like I'm going to earn the right to speak truth in their lives when it's appropriate, when it's the right time. I'm not going to be like, well, I just won that game. You want to be baptized now? <laughs> right. We're on like, step two of yeah. the plan. Now's the time that I mentioned that I know this guy named Jesus. Right. And like, yeah. that's not how it usually, like, that, that's not how it usually goes. Like, being open, being available, like for those conversations, but being trustworthy. Uh, it's like what Mike Perna says about there no preaching rule doesn't mean you don't ever communicate Jesus to people. Mm-hmm. What it means is you're not ever going to hear a sermon you didn't ask for, you know? Right. So like, if you, if you want to know about me and about Jesus, and, and obviously like, if you love Jesus, that's, it's hard to hide that. Then like, by all means, we'll share those things. But yep. like, you're not going to hear a sermon just because, well, I played this Heroclix game with you. Here comes the sermon. <laughs> I feel like I've said Heroclix and heard the word Heroclix. And Heroclix. here is how Heroclix relates to yeah. salvation. Yep. The five points of Heroclix. So that one time you thought I was going to die, but I came back but at the end. That was, that was, that was like, like Jesus. Mention. Let's talk about Jesus. Um, yeah. And I like what Jess, uh, Jesse, Jamie, Jamie said about you know, being your whole self in yes. this space. Yeah. Um, and I think that's so important, like being, and I think that's what we as Love Thy Nerd want to do, right? Is create an opportunity for people to be their whole nerdy selves yes. with other people and not have to feel like they have to hide things mm-hmm. yep. um, and teach them how to be, feel comfortable doing that in the world, even though the world might look at them a little bit askance for it. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, and that that kind of transitions to this idea of knowing what your role is. So, like, not everyone is a starter, right? You know, I think people get really intimidated because they think that doing something what, like, Love Thy Nerd is doing, doing nerd ministry or sharing their faith with people means they need to start a thing. They need to start a game night or start an organization. Uh, But the reality is that's not everybody's gift, you know, some people are initiators. They want to run a thing. They want it to be a thing that they began um, and saw through to the end. But there are other people who are more like sidekicks. They want to be part of what somebody else is already doing. Or, you know, they're really gifted at administrative things, or organizational things. They're really great at making charts. Um, and <laughs> which is not that. Um, not good at like filling in details until like, 10 minutes before we do the presentation. <laughs> it gets done. It's fine. <laughs> See, it's fine. Um, so that like, there are tools out there like Clifton Strengths, which used to be Strengths Finder or Enneagram or any of these personality tests that will help you learn. Like if you don't know what are the areas I'm good at, what are my strengths, do some self-discovery to figure out what those things are and then lean into that. Yeah. yeah, I think I I thought that was really a great tool when I when I was reading over your notes. I thought that yes, like you should know yourself for sure before you launch into something 
um, getting to know yourself more deeply and understanding what really gives you joy and energy because trying to launch into something that drains you entirely. Yeah, that, that's what I was thinking as you were saying that. You're mm-hmm. going to burn out real fast. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and when it doesn't work, you're going to get discouraged mm-hmm. and you're going to feel like a failure. And, uh, and that's not what God wants for any of us. He wants us right. to thrive in <clears throat> the ways that he's made us. Mm-hmm. And just kind of aside to that, like be thoughtful. Like if you're wanting to do a game night, like really there is probably already a game that you can jump into that's already happening. Like you don't have to be that starter. So don't think if you're not the starter, it's a failure. Like other people can do that work and you can jump in, like whether that's at your church or at the game shop or, you know, wherever. And it's a ministry to jump in too. I mean, like if you've ever tried to start something that's failed, <laughs> like it's you so, so appreciate the people who are willing to come alongside you and who are willing to partner with you, who are willing to jump in. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. So it's like, it is a ministry to come alongside something that's already started. If that's, if that's where you find yeah. yourself. Yeah. Well, and then we talk about in the church, the difference between come to culture and go to culture, you know, on the one hand, like, inviting people to come to your thing is great, but you're asking them to take a big leap of faith sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, Whereas, you know, we talk a lot about going to where people are at. Uh, Mm -hmm. And that means going to the comic shops and the anime meetups and Mm -hmm. the game nights that are already happening in your area and being present and finding out what people and, and you might find out that there's a need for a new game night. You know, right. people yeah. want to play games that aren't able to happen at those nights. So you start right. a new game night that they can play those games at. Mm-hmm. But it, it's really important to see, like, what are the needs of my community? Instead of just saying, I want to do a thing and, uh, real, and not realizing, like, nobody wanted that thing that you're trying to right. make them come to. Well, because sometimes I think we, we do, in a way, not realizing it, we make it about ourselves. And we don't make it about really the people we're trying to reach and we don't make it about God's call in our life. But um, yeah. And I think what you're saying about the go-to culture, if you are there and you're present, you'll know what the needs are and you'll know if there's a need that you have a gifting to meet. Um, But trying to decide to do something on your own when you haven't been in those places, you might not know what the real needs are and you might just be trying to launch it on your own speed, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That actually transitions really nicely to uh, the next topic on our list, which was (laughs) understanding your values, your vision and your purpose. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, before you try to start a thing or get involved with a thing, understanding why am I doing this? What is my purpose? Um, as, as Jamie so succinctly said, he said that your event should not be your purpose. Your event should showcase your purpose. Mm -hmm. So whether that event is one that you're starting or you're entering into a ministry that already exists, even knowing personally, like, what is your goal? And it's not just my goal is to be a Christian nerd, but like get deeper than that. Like, what is it that I'm really hoping to accomplish here? Mm -hmm. Um, you know, looking into doing a vision casting um, process, you know, Google vision casting and see what are some, you know, this is something we generally see in like a business setting where they will do a vision casting and figure out like what is our a very succinct mission statement, purpose, mm-hmm. visions, values, you know, really if you have that stuff nailed down, 
then you'll know. And we did that with Love Thy Nerd last year at our our conferences. We really sat down and figured out. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. <laughs> it, it was great. It really helped us to figure out like, why are we doing these things? What are our core values? So that if we ever start to stray from those core values, right. yeah. we can come back to them um, and say, you know, we're doing something that just doesn't match what we said we were going to do. Um, and if we, and, or reevaluating like, Hey, we said this was a value of ours, but we've started doing this other thing. Is that a value that we didn't, uh, you know, appreciate at first? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, I think, I don't know. Did either of you have anything else to add on that topic? It's just super important to be in prayer about that as well. Like, yeah, absolutely. It's something that can, honestly can be easily forgotten if you're so focused on your end goal uh, that if you don't take the time to pray, like it's just, it can fall flat in space. Like it's just- Yeah, you get into a situation where you're trying to do a thing rather than mm-hmm. letting God yeah. lead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Anything? No. Okay, yeah. great. Yeah. Okay, well, moving on then. Um, So this is all well and good, uh, but how do you get people to partner with you? How do you get buy-in from, say, your local church? Erin. Well, I, in thinking about this topic, I thought about um, how really being known and being present, I think, in the church and serving, building your relationships there um, I think that people, even if they don't get your nerddom, are way more likely to partner with you, to support you, and to come alongside you when you've built your relationships there. Um, and so I, I think that if we try to be kind of a distant, hardly active um, members of our local congregation, and then we try to step in and say, hey, I'm really passionate about this. Will you, will you come alongside me? Will you help me start this thing? Will you partner with me? I think that we're less likely to get a great response um, than when we first uh, dive in and we're present there um, with that community and we are building relationships there with that community. Um, and I think that along, along with that, I think just like wearing your nerd on your sleeve at church, you know, like be known for being the nerd at church, even if yeah. you don't feel like you have that buy-in yet. Like even if you don't have a group of people that really get nerds, um, it's okay. Like be, be the person at church who's known for being a nerd. And I think when you do that, um, it kind of creates connections with other yeah. nerds and it also kind of creates open doors so that you can be a nerdy resource in that church. We, all the time we have people come up to us and say, Hey, you guys are nerds. I'm not this person over here. They say they do D and D you guys know about that, right? You should come talk to this person. You know what I mean? Like those connections are made right. because yeah. that person in the in-between had no idea and that, what that's that was. how we met frost who now streams. It's true. We had a, somebody at our church say, Hey, I want you to meet this guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a nerd and he likes to stream. We're like, okay. Right. And that person <laughs> doing the introductions may have no idea yeah. what D and D is or what Twitch is. But they know. Oh, they oh this, this dragons and, right. and demons uh, thing. Is that what it's called? <laughs> right, exactly. Dra- <laughs> dragons, diners, and dives. Um, and so, like, you become a person who can welcome other nerds. You become kind of a resource and a point person. So, so like, don't be ashamed of being a nerd, even if you're a nerd in a church full of people that have no idea right. what nerddom is. Um, and I, and I think also 
it's the same for non-church buy-in. So if you are looking, um, maybe you want to start something in a local game shop, maybe, you know, you're into comic books, walking into a comic book shop or a game shop and being like, Hey, you want to partner with me in this is going to have no effect Mm -hmm. unless you're already present there. You already know those people. You already buy into what they're doing. Then I think you have you have a lot more chance of getting buy in yeah. on something that you want to do. Yeah, and I think on that, like, go to your local game shops and buy games from them. Mm-hmm. That will go a long way. Uh, whether that's like used video game shop or your comic shop or your board game shop, and find that nerdy place, like, mm-hmm. and get that like be present. Be one of those people that has a pull list, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, and even yeah. like volunteer for events. Like this can be at like a church. And, like, and you mean a pull serve. list like the comic book kind, not right. the podcast kind. Not the podcast, the like, comic book kind. <laughs> serve at church, uh-huh. go to these gaming shops and be like, hey, I'd love to like be a part of this event that's happening. And, you know, even if you're not running it, like you're just going to be there. You're going to play these games. You're going to, you know, be a part of a book club that they have them for mm-hmm. comics, whatever it is like be like we've talked about this like just being present so, and serving, yeah and showing, showing your willingness to be present showing your willingness to show up showing your mm-hmm. willingness to serve i think you know it sounds like we're trying to be manipulative like serve so that they will help you but no <laughs> just like that's genuinely what we're saying is is that that is the way that you build connections just in life is mm-hmm. by being present yeah. well even just like all these games that we have to give away for our conference. They didn't happen because we cold called a bunch of companies. Right. right. You know, they yeah. happened because yeah. us as staff built relationships with the developers, not even with the end goal of that necessarily, right. but just right. because we love their stuff mm-hmm. um, and we wanted to be friends with them. And right. over time that built into relationships where they, mm-hmm. you know, like what we're doing, they support what we're doing and want to yeah. partner with us. Yep. yep. Absolutely. If we'd called them out of nowhere, they probably would have been like, no. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Love they nerd. What's Love that? They nerd, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so that's, so that's all, all great. You know, what do you do? Because, you know, you're talking, you know, go to your comic book store, or go to your game store. Uh, because sometimes your church just won't buy in. Like we, we have plenty of people that are coming to us. Like, I tried to fundraise at my church and they just don't get what I'm about. So Mm -hmm. what do we do if you are a nerdy Christian who wants people to partner with you in reaching other nerds and your church is like, yeah, I mean, it's cool and all, but we don't, we don't care much. Yeah. Uh, We actually experienced that where we, we tried to like raise support raise awareness about nerds and gamers and the church we were at was kind of like, that's great and all that's cool. You, you do you, but like, that's not going to happen here. Uh, so it was, it was disheartening. Like it was like, yeah, like I've been, I've been pouring in. I've been, I've been a part of this church for a long time. I love people here. Like, huh? I just want to bring my thing. Yeah. Here. I just want, like <laughs> I think this is really a really great fit. And then it just, it didn't happen. So like that hurt. Um, but just, I think it's just being, I don't know. I, th- I think first of all, I would encourage people and we kind of had to go through this too, to continue to be patient and mm-hmm. prayerful. Um, I, I, I wouldn't just wash your hands of your church just because they don't but understand. You should wash your hands. You should we'll wash, wash your okay, hands. Okay. This is a bad thing to say in COVID. Yeah. <laughs> Not wash your hands of your church, but I would wash your hands in your church. Okay. 
um, yeah. before and after church. Anyways, <laughs> but um, yeah, we didn't yeah. just like immediately jump ship when that happened. We yeah. like mm-hmm. kind of stepped back. We prayed. We talked. Mm-hmm. We considered. Like it wasn't just like, well, all right, we're out. If you don't accept us, like it definitely was a like we we're taking it back, but it's. Well, and then, and, and so we've been rejected multiple times. Um, so then we, we started a game night. We're like, let's do a game night. There's surely there are people who like board games here, right? Let's do this thing. So we launched a game night that At was the church. pathetically attended. Oh, like, yeah. I mean, it was just, it was just, it was again, just disheartening. And we thought, well, like maybe we just haven't met the right people, whatever. We tried it for a while. It just wasn't working. So we pulled back and we thought, well, maybe this is just not a thing we're going to do at church. Like we love these people. We feel loved and supported by them. We, we have affinity in other areas. We obviously share Jesus, yeah. but they don't get what we're doing. They don't get the nerd realm that, so maybe this will just be two different parts of our lives. Um, and, but then that same church a year later, cold called us and said, we really love what you're doing and we want to support you. Mm. And then they were the very ones that pulled us into like a fundraising campaign and spotlighted Love Thy Nerd on a Sunday morning, you know. And so I think there is something to be said for just continuing to be present, continuing to be the genuine nerd that you are, continuing to let people know around you what you are and who you are and what you love, continue to invite them into that and be patient and prayerful because sometimes it does take people time to understand and to wrap their mind around. Yeah, this don't, type of don't be discouraged. I think it is discouraging, but don't stay discouraged. Mm-hmm. But also don't be obnoxious. If, it, if it's a no, it's a no. And you kind of like continue about your path and like that's okay. Like it's not going to be for everyone. Not everyone's going to understand it. And you just need to look for your people and your team mm-hmm. in the church because you're going to find those members who do believe in it. Yeah. Whether, you know, maybe you're not going to get up on stage and pronounce your 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 fandoms but uh you know you can find your people in the church or whether it's the game shop or mm-hmm. whatever but if it's not and if it is a no um because for a while for us like i said it was a no we we got rejected and had poor turnout and we had to step back and say okay well maybe it's not at church but at the same time there there are your people exist and like yeah. your support system exists and people to partner with exist and maybe that is, you know, in the online sphere. I mean, that's mm-hmm. what we do at LTN. We find connections and partners and support and encouragement and assistance all over the world through online, um, you know, and the intertubes. And, mm-hmm. yep. The intertubes. The yep. intertubes, yes. And, and, you know, maybe you'll find them, maybe it's in your local game shop or your comic book store or, you know, a local convention maybe that's where you're going to find your encouragement and your support and your team. And that, and again, it doesn't mean you wash your hands of your church. Um, but, but maybe you, your, your nerdy team might be found online or at the little yeah. comic book shop. You know, I, I just will like reiterate, it wasn't like we were rejected for like a month or whatever. Like it was probably four years of like, nah, before it was like, Oh yeah. Okay. Like it, it takes time and that's okay. You're, like, you're going to keep doing what the Lord's called you to do. Uh, and you go from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I just kind of wanted to add in here that it is, that it's important to keep trying to find those people, even if it means mm-hmm. waiting and being patient, but not giving up hope because like I tried to do, 
I tried to run a, a fairly sizable, like 15 person game night on my own for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a little bit exhausting trying to be like the sole Christian who's like, I want to pour into these people, be the church to these yeah. people. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's just me. Yeah. Um, and I was fortunate in that eventually um, there were people who came alongside who were Christians and appreciate like Chris and, you know, some of the other people that we know here. Um, not that Chris was ever against it. <laughs> um, like, it's not like he suddenly was like, Oh, right. Um, right, right. <laughs> but, but, but just that the, the hadn't found the way to do it as part of a team yet. Right. And it was discouraging. Um, right. But your and, people are out there, right? Even yeah, if you yeah, haven't found them Exactly. Yet. That's the point exactly. I'm trying yeah. to make is that they exactly. exist, mm-hmm. but you might need to be patient. You might need to wait. You might not get to do whatever it is that you feel like God has put on your heart to do quite yet. Right. And what, um, and what we ended up getting from our church was vastly different than what we asked for in the first place, you know, and, and, and more than what we asked for really. So, so I think like you may have to go into this thinking that what I'm asking for in partners, what I'm asking for in support, I may not get in the same way I'm asking or in the same place I'm asking, but it doesn't mean it's not out there. It's out there. There, mm-hmm. there are people who love you and who support you and who have this vision. Um, otherwise, this here thing wouldn't right. exist. And, and remembering and, that partner is a two-way street. It's not like mm-hmm. a partner isn't like, I get everything. Like that's not a partnership. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It's just, I think that there's a big difference. That's there. true. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point too. Um, yeah, so speaking of people, your, your people, um, you know, we wanted to not miss this opportunity to talk about uh, the resources that we have at Love Thy Nerd as some of your people mm-hmm. that can help you. Yeah. Um, so, you know, right now we're not going on trips because there's this little virus uh that's that's <laughs> and i know i i was just thinking about that today like man like aaron waltman posted on one of my groups i'm like dude i just miss you like i want to go play dice throne and play games and sell games to people and yeah. mm-hmm. um but anyways so matt can you talk a little bit about like what we do when we're not hampered by a pandemic when we're not uh <laughs> <laughs> I take teams of 10-ish people to gaming conventions across the U.S. and we go and love and serve our nerdy neighbors. We're helping out in booths, uh, just selling their products, demoing their games. We're playing games with the nerds in the free play area. We're really just looking for any way we can love the people that go to these events. Um, That's a lot of what we do when we're able to get out into the world. Uh, But, you know, now we're all home. It's sad. Yeah, it's true. But, but with with the purpose too that it's not just a convent like it's not a convention trip for fun, but it's it's a training yes. ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, we encourage our people who go with us to to have fun. Like, we don't want to like downplay that, but like, right? Yeah, it's a, absolutely. It's a, it's a way we can do this mission at these conventions and then bring it back to your, your local game shop, your, your, you know, your town, your online video games. I sound like an old man. Your, your who's he, what's it's uh, <laughs> kids and your kids electronic and your, gizmos your paddles on your joysticks. And uh, so, yeah. And we hope uh, to be able to do that again 
ASAP as possible. It's true. Yeah. ASAP as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, and so, yeah, we've got, and we've got our website that's got all these great articles and resource packages that I I'm helping to put together. Um, and that hasn't stopped because of the coronavirus. That has not stopped. In fact, it's, it's expanded because of the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. uh, myself and some other people, Jamie Harris, who've spe- seen speak and Alexander, James, who is probably lurking around here at LTNCon somewhere, mm-hmm. we got together and we made a resource called Developing Digital Disciples, which helps um, churches and youth groups, youth ministers um, to use video games as a tool for youth ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, but really any, I mean, the, the principles that are laid out in that thing that we did, the, the thing... Uh, could be used in any sort of ministry at a church or any sort of game night, like the principles on how do you build affinity and use that as a tool for building relationship and serving people. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and if you're looking for your people, I think our communities are, that's a great place to go. I mean, being able to find your people, find people who either love what you love and want to use it to serve Jesus, or maybe are more local to you. You just don't know where those nerds are. You can probably find them in our online communities. If you join our discord, if you are in our Facebook community, if you chat alongside us in Twitch, you're going to come across people who are going to be on your team. Yep. Yeah. Great. Uh, Anything else that we want to, uh, Tell the fine folks before we hit stop on the recording here. Um, wash your hands. Rock over London. Rock over Chicago. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Uh, we love you all. Thank you so much for joining us in we this we weird online convention thing that we're doing. I know. We wish that you could be sitting right here throwing rotten tomatoes at us instead of. Maybe not that part, but maybe throwing <laughs> dice together. No, I yeah, think I'll okay. take All the right. tomatoes. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So I guess the, that's it. Um, okay. Well, we'll see you on the other side. Uh, peace. Peace. Bye.